Devine. Noel Devine. Well, he might not have a shutout, Ray. Devine to the 30. And he won't go down. 88 yards for Noel Devine. I said he was a special talent, and he showed it right there. Good morning, it's Thursday, March 19th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Trey Scott, and I'm joined today by 24-7 sports national analyst Charles Power, and we have a different type of episode on deck. Uh, You call it Throwback Thursday if you want. If you're listening to this on Friday, maybe it's Flashback Friday. Maybe we can call it a vault series going forward, but Charles... I want this to be kind of evergreen and like, let's go on a journey back to the mid two thousands, a simpler time for both of us. We were both in high school, I think. And if you were like me, you were spending your lunch break, testing the limits of the school's library computers, specifically YouTube. So it's the two thousands and YouTube had launched in 2005. And so now it's January of 06. Our current 24 seven sports boss has had rivals.com booming Texas and USC had just played the best game ever in the Rose Bowl. Reggie Bush was about to go to the NFL. And on January 11th of 2006, a video titled simply Noel Devine High School Running Back gets uploaded to YouTube and we all sort of lose our minds. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember seeing it and it was just like, it was kind of, it's kind of a deal where it's like, nobody's going to tackle this guy. Like he was spinning out of, He's running backwards. He's all, all side, you know, just all over the field horizontally, and the plays were ending up as touchdowns. So it was one of those deals where it's kind of like, man, it's like one of those things where you would like be talking to your friends, like you got to see this, like this this kid just doesn't get tackled. Period. So it kind of almost uh, was kind of one of those moments where it maybe transcended, um, you know, strictly just just kind of the the recruiting sites and became a, a deal where everybody kind of had to see. Um, you know, see this guy on, on this new site called YouTube. Yeah. Like for my group of friends, it was like a cultural phenomena. I remember watching it at church or something and like some guy, and I'm not going to say I saw the video in January. I have no idea. Now the video has been seen 900,000 times. I'm kind of surprised it's not in the millions. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe it's been sparsed and, you know, and there, over the years. And, and there was, there was video of him too, like on, on the recruiting networks when he was like a freshman or sophomore. So it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of just, I guess, had had, had been building and, and building, and then, um, yeah, I think I think once it just kind of became a deal where he was really kind of the first guy where, um, you know, the video became became so widespread because a lot of the like Reggie Bush had some like amazing high school highlights, but they a lot of them were kind of put out, uh, you know, just just re- retroactively. Like we didn't really have the means to just queue them up on, uh, you know, on, on the internet quite like we did with Noel Devine. That's funny that you mentioned Reggie Bush because like YouTube and like I, I remember before I watched Noah Devine, I watched Reggie Bush and the video was called 619 all the time. Right. And it had like a really cool um, hip hop beat kind of playing under it. 619, Reggie Bush is from the San Diego area, obviously played high school football with Alex Smith. And the video is sick. Side leading Helix 35 to 7, Reggie Bush. Turns on the jets. Reggie Bush. There he goes. The fastest man in San Diego. Nobody's going to catch him. 
And like you mentioned Reggie and maybe were we thinking, you think like when we were watching Noel Divine, we were thinking Reggie Bush. Like you mentioned that kind of when we were talking the other yeah. day about like maybe that's why, because Reggie Bush, like again, this is, this is right after Reggie Bush had just finished a multi-year tour de force throughout college football. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I, you know, R- Reggie Bush was a complete college. He was a college football phenomenon for sure. Um, and it was, you know, USC was appointment viewing. Uh, I think he was, you know, uh, he ended up being like the, was he like second or third pick in the NFL draft? I, I think he was kind of seen as, as a running back who could maybe like shift the, the paradigm. And really, I guess in hindsight was kind of a little bit ahead of his time, probably would be, be, be better now with the offenses, um, nowadays but yeah I think everybody was I, I think the kind of the inclination um for for a lot of people is when you see a player like, like Reggie Bush uh is is to, is to look for the next Reggie Bush and a lot of times that can be faulty because you have to kind of realize you know maybe this player is just kind of a kind of a, a unicorn a, like it's just a unique prospect uh in their own right um, so, so I, I think that definitely kind of played a role with, with Noah Devine. I, I think there was a very, there was a very high appetite for smaller, faster running backs who were just making crazy, you know, high school plays. Um, so I, I think that definitely had, had a pretty good, um, you know, role in, in Noah Devine's popularity, at least just kind of like maybe outside of like the hardcore football circles. Yeah. So Devine was number 15 in rivals overall in the class of 2007 in the 24 seven sports composite. And like, we weren't a thing yet, but we retroactively made a composite. He was the number three running back in what was just like a dog class. Like it's just not a good class for running backs. In my opinion, like it was fine, but I think that was sort of a time in the recruiting world. And I've talked to Barton Simmons about this where we are recruiting analysts everywhere like rivals scout espn we're probably grossly over ranking and overrating running backs and receivers right yeah i mean especially running backs and i think too um you know it just if you look at the way like recruiting rankings have changed uh like i know everybody kind of has their their own opinions on this i mean i'm certainly a little biased being involved with it now but um you know, just pr- pretty objectively, they've gotten a lot better o- over the over the years, and I, a lot of that is just uh, is people getting better at it over time individually. But I think the the processes have made it a lot easier. We have so much more information. Um, your your the the amount of video you can watch online, the live games you can watch online, um, and, and I think everybody's collectively as a group, there's more information. Everybody's kind of getting smarter about it. And ba- like back then, when when you're talking about like kind of the early days of, of video, uh, it, it really was kind of kind of a deal where um, you know you you might be like ranking a guy off a highlight. You know you don't you just, just don't have a, as as much of a sample size as, as you could get now, especially for top players. But um, but yeah, I mean gl- looking at that running back group, uh, it was certainly certainly not not a good one at all. Um, and, and and that's the thing too is like running back historically is is an easy position to rank um you know it's it's those those guys it, the the crossover for, from high school to college like the jump is not as extreme um and and i, I think there's just not as steep of a learning curve so um 
yeah, I, I think that's definitely something where we've progressed a lot just as an industry and in, in figuring out who's, who's good, um, you know, at, at the position. Yeah. So let's talk about divine. So high school stats, 4,000 yards over that 54 touchdowns, his junior and senior seasons for North Fort Myers in Florida, uh, a scouting report on one of the recruiting services, uh, quote, absolutely impossible to knock off his feet. The best balance since Barry Sanders. <laughs> Divine has the uncanny ability to bounce off of tacklers, run through arm tackles, and make people miss in space. Not the biggest, just maybe the best. And look, like we'll talk about Divine's college career and his NFL career. And I don't want to be like, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, But tell me why Charles... I would imagine looking back now, you would not have allowed divine to be ranked close to like number 15 in the country. So maybe tell me if there were any yeah context clues that you can look at now and say, mm, no. Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, starting off with what he does really well, obviously he has had a, a great acceleration. I mean, he's, he was top speed quick. If, if you look at kind of, how I, I went back and I couldn't find any track or forty times for him. I mean, it doesn't take a you know a, a genius to tell that that he was he did have legit speed and was was really fast, great acceleration. I think he ran like a four two six coming out of West Virginia. So obviously that was that was that would have been validated in any kind of speed setting. Um, you know, the, the balance was, was was there's no doubt. I mean, his balance is outstanding. He was really tough um, and he could change direction in tight quarters. Um, you know, you just kind of wiggle out of tackles and, and bounce off defenders. But um, I, I think looking at him, if I was just to watch his video and and go like just look at his the whole body of work on kind of on a blank slate, imagining he was maybe like a class of 2020 prospect. Um, I, I you know I, I don't think he stacks up as well as maybe a guy like Devon Oshane who signed with Texas A and M this year, who I think we had within the top 50. But he was wasn't 54. one, yeah. But he wasn't one who was like a, you know, kind of in the five star conversation. A really good running back who is one that I think we're higher on than the industry, significantly higher on than the industry. Um, but uh, you know, it was one who had uh, legit track times, better production, um, kind of a, a more versatile high school player. I think one thing with Noel Devine is he was really, really tiny. Um, I, he was listed at, at five eight one seventy five. I think that 175 is, is would be very generous considering he was 180 coming out of f- four years of college. Um, you know, he just wasn't able to put on a ton of weight. Uh, I I mean, I've heard that some schools back when he was being recruited thought he was like kind of in the 150s. So um, very tiny. Uh, and and I think when when you're dealing with kind of a speed, uh, like kind of all purpose type type back, smaller back, uh, catching the ball is, is paramount for sure. Um, and, and he never really had a, a ton of production as a receiver. Had had a little more at West Virginia, but he kind of played in a uh, kind of a wing T offense in high school, and just never really developed as as a, a pass catcher. And I think one thing too is for as um, hard as he was to tackle, a lot of his stuff kind of like like I said was more like balance power based. Um, and and he was a little a little tight as a runner, kind of upright. And maybe if you're comparing him to like a Reggie Bush just really no comparison in kind of how loose Reggie Bush was uh, in the open field compared to Noel Devine. He was, he was just kind of upright a little bit. And I think too, just kind of, you know, I think if you compare Noel Devine to similar style running backs who came out, 
I, I think really the, 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 the timing and him kind of catching that, that post-Reggie Bush YouTube zeitgeist really had a pretty significant role in, you know, the uh, hype and fanfare he got, you know, just comparing maybe two years later, uh, or I think, I think it was two, two cycles later, just, they were, you know, at, at West Virginia at the same time, Tavon Austin, who was, you know, I think maybe like a low four-star, uh, had 30 more touchdowns in high school I think Tavon Austin, when people ask me the best highlight video that I can recall for a prospect, like Tavon Austin is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Uh, he has an uh, an 11-minute video um, f- from high school that has since gone viral. Like, all of the Tavon Austin stuff has, has retroactively gone viral. But I remember watching this in, when I was in college. I think I was a sophomore. I remember watching it in the dorm, like showing my friends, like, you got to see this. Like, this kid doesn't get tackled the entire video. Um, and you know, comparing Divine to, uh, Divine to Austin, Austin was a superior prospect. It just, he just didn't really have kind of, it just wasn't building years over years. And I think the timing probably wasn't right for, um, for him to maybe blow up in that regard. Like, like Trey, you were saying when you were watching Noah Divine stuff now, you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is pretty good, but it, it wasn't near the level of excitement. Like, man, this is like something we've never seen before. So, um, I, I think kind of viewing him in that context, he was, he was a, a very good prospect, shook out um, to be to be good in, in in college, but but probably not the um, transformational guy that, that he was tabbed at the time. Well, I was going to ask you about that, and we've got I'm going to have make sure the video is in the show notes so everyone can go watch it. But I don't know if it's just age, or I mean Charles, you're like the thing I respect about your scouting eye is like, you know, everyone can be saying this guy's great, and you can be like, eh. So I, I would, I'm interested to get sort of your perspective of watching this video 14 years later. But for me, I guess I've just been jaded or I know what happened with Noel. Right. I was kind of like, eh, okay. He's reversing field. He's breaking a few tackles. Like I've seen this now, but in 2006, it felt just like Reggie Bush. Like if yeah. Noel Devine, like it felt, you know, the famous USC run or Reggie Bush run where he's it's against Fresno State. Right, and he's reversing field, and he stops on a dime on the sideline, and you've got the USC coach behind him, sort of windmilling his arms, and they like literally invented that move in the NCAA football video game, like the back move on the joystick. Right. Reggie Bush right up the middle, hits the outside. He's at the thirty. It's another foot race. Cuts it back to the twenty. Comes back to the near side of the field. He is going to go. It's going to be another USC touchdown and another thing of beauty from one of the best running backs you would ever see. And, yeah, but you, you watch Noel Divine now, and it's maybe it's, you know, another topic for another day is the the quality. It's like Zapruder film. Yeah, it's, I don't know sure. how it's we like, thought uh, that was good. Like, got, got, like, a little bit of, like, a Sasquatch in the in the woods quality to it, for sure. It's crazy that, like, that, that was, like, quality video yeah. back then. But also, I think recruiting, and I think that, like, in the mid-2000s, the thing with like the recruiting sites, I think a lot of it was the film and the footage. And right. I think it's it's moved to sort of a scoop thing where you guys, like the experts are the ones who kind of like invest the most time in the film and the fans now want to know the scoop or want to know like, you know, the the word on what his projection is at the next level. Right. But back then, like I would devour, like I, I grew up a Texas fan. I went to Texas. I would devour every single f- like video possible of every single of Texas's 25 signees and Noel Devine was better than any of those guys I'd seen 
And so I remember like my friend who showed it to me at, at church, he was like, yeah, Texas might be in the mix. And it might be the mix. And it was just like this, this legendary recruitment. And, and, you know, when you look back now, his recruitment very much was kind of crazy in Texas and A&M. They weren't in the mix. But when you're 16, you want to believe that they were. And, of course, he signs with West Virginia. Alabama and Florida State wanted him. But you go back and read and, you know, doubts about his ability to academic, academically qualify, pass the ACT on his third try, and he goes to West Virginia. And, I look, Charles, you mentioned Tavon Austin. Like, what is West Virginia had some dudes. Oh, yeah. And, He's on this 07 team that famously lost to Pittsburgh and, and blew its shot to play for BCS championship. But he's on that 07 team as a freshman with Pat White and Steve Slayton. And like he started off really well. Like, like if, if Noel Devine was playing in 2019, he would have gone pro after three years. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And you know his career fizzled out after his senior year, and he goes undrafted. Right. Do you have any recollections of Noel in college? Like, I would imagine that. Like me, you were also interested to see what he would do, and you were probably really excited by his freshman stats, sophomore stats, junior stats. Do you remember trying to watch him at all? Yeah, yeah, I, I do for sure. And and yeah, th- those West Virginia teams were, were a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, with with the Rich Rodriguez, uh, Steve Slate, and Pat White team. So I think it was one of those deals too. It's you know, Noel Devine's recruitment, like you said, was definitely kind of up and down deal. He had the thing with with. With, with Deion Sanders where he was going to move there and then, and then kind of left because he, he had a child at home that he wanted to uh, move back and be, and be closer to. Um, so, uh, it was, yeah, I, th- I think his recruitment probably maybe didn't match up with, uh, you know, how, how touted he was. It really, I mean, it's not like ex- completely dissimilar from, from, for, for albeit for different reasons, but um, kind of like the Zach Evans recruitment, it was it was kind of one of those. I knew that, you were going to say that. That was just kind of like may, maybe just didn't didn't match up with with, with his perceived talent at, at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was excited to see him at West Virginia. I thought that was like, I mean, that was a great scheme fit with with Rich Rodriguez, um, kind of running the the zone read, and then um, kind kind of later on uh, with, with with the teams that West Virginia had. So um, so yeah, I mean, I I, I thought that was a I was ex- definitely excited to see that and, and try to watch as many of those games as I, as I could um, back then. But, but it was one of those deals too. It's, I, I remember like West Virginia had a fan that would make YouTube videos. Uh, I think his name was like, name was like Duggity Doug. And he would put these, these kind of hype videos out for, for Noah Devine, Tavon Austin and all, uh, Pat White, Steve Slayton over the, over that kind of run. And uh, like, they they were some of the best, like, like funnest videos to watch too. So I, I, you know, Noah Devine might've not always, I think that's one thing that I would kind of take away from this is like, uh, Noah Devine might've not always had, uh, the most like translatable, uh, plays, which obviously kind of bared itself out. Um, but, but his, his video is, was always among the most fun. And I think we need to kind of draw the line of, uh, you know, the, the, the most fun doesn't always equal uh, the best ultimately. So, um, but yeah, it was, it, it was like when he was healthy and going at, at West Virginia, it was, um, you know, it, it wasn't like he was a bust from a talent perspective or anything like that. I mean, he, his expectations were sky high and probably almost impossible to meet. Um, you know, coming out of high school, but uh, he was a lot of fun to watch for sure. 
Well, you mentioned like his college YouTube videos. Someone made freshman reel form called Divine Intervention with 500,000 views. Yeah. His sophomore year is called Simply Divine with 330,000. I mean, like these are really good stats. He rushed for eight yards a carry, or sorry, almost nine yards a carry as a freshman, six and six sophomore and junior year. And again, like entering the senior year, people had him in the top 10 in their mock draft, probably due to his high school reputation preceding him. And right. he gets hurt. Senior year is a total wash, goes undrafted, signs with the Eagles, leaves after two days of camp and, and sort of tragedy struck Noel Devine's life. Like he, 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 in an interview, um, he, in an interview, he, he attributed to the reason he left camp early. He told NBC news Two in Fort Myers that, his best friend had just been murdered and like divine's parents. I learned during the research for this podcast, according to the Fort Myers news press, both of them died very young from AIDS. He at the age of 15 witnessed the death of one of his dear friends. And that's why he even like latched onto Dion Sanders. You know, he fathered Noel fathered two children with separate girls by like the age of 16. And so, you know, you kind of like look back and, yeah, there's like a lot of what ifs here, but yeah, there's also like it's also been really fun to to go back and be like, oh, we're gonna do the Noel Divine podcast this yeah. week because when For- you start to look like a wish list of 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 like things that everybody like everybody loves talking about Noel Divine, and I thought it was cool. I've seen NFL players, you know, don't quote tweet a question saying who has the best ever film, and they'll be like Noel Divine, hands down. Yeah, yeah, and I, not not to be the guy who is trying to bring it back to something like overly serious, but uh, I I think you know Noel Devine is, is a good example of of maybe like this is this is a good argument for for maybe why you should have players being able to to make money on their likeness like while they're in college because you know we 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 it, you kind of it's easy to rem- like remember the success stories um and kind of what changed my opinion on that too was was you know, uh, players who kind of transcended that kind of in, in the, in the probably early 2010s, like your Manti Teal, Tyron Matthew, Johnny Manziel, but, um, no divines may be a good argument for that as well. Um, just kind of, you know, a, a, as we're going over his career arc, um, he's one who really kind of his popularity, earning potential, all of that peaked when he was in college. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's kind of probably a, a conversation for another day, but I think that's, you know, it's whenever you see situations like this that um that, that come up, he's you know probably about as good of an example as that as we're going to come across. Yeah, I mean, he's absolutely a household name, and I'm just thinking about it, like if like everyone loved that '07 West Virginia team on NCAA football with Pat White and Steve Slayton. You have No Divine back there, like like. I, our age people like they know who Noel Devine is and it's been fun looking into this and it's also yeah. kind of been a interesting to look to look at it knowing what we know now and what you know now and how we'd rate him now and maybe not a top 100 player but you know as you said like fun doesn't always equal best but it was a lot of fun to do that so that's going to do it for today's episode of the college football daily if you have an idea for another player whose film we should go back and watch and talk about we are all ears uh, as we navigate a few weeks or a few months of sort of barren content. So for Charles Power, for Connor Tapp, for our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott, and we'll see you on Friday for the College of Football Daily.